Welcome back, everyone, to Shrimp on Deck. Roger Hoover now joined by Jumbo Shrimp first baseman John Silviano here in Chattanooga. And first of all, John, you've been with the Jumbo Shrimp for a few weeks. What's the transition been like to Double A? Um, it's definitely a little bit different. Um, guys just obviously have more command of all their pitches. Uh, the biggest thing I see is them just being able to throw um, different pitches and different counts for strikes, kind of whenever they want. Uh, normally, in in high A and Jupiter, you'd, you'd get mostly fastballs and hitters counts in here. You'll see off-speed 2-0, 3-1, 3-2 with, with regularity. Um, so that's pretty much been the main thing, but um, don't think it's too big of a jump. I think I think it's mostly just keeping keeping your same approach with the plate, and uh, everything will kind of work itself out. Been a power hitter throughout the season, uh, 12 home runs with Jupiter even before you got here. Have you had a power approach really all throughout your career? Um... No, because that can kind of get me in trouble a little bit if I, if I try to hit home runs. I really just try and um, my, my approach is basically just to try and see the ball as best I can and, and let my let my body and my brain kind of make the best decisions. Uh, when I when I try to hit for power or try to do too much, then I get anxious at the plate and everything will get kind of sped up. Uh, the game kind of speeds itself up, which kind of happened a little bit last series. Uh, kind of let the game speed up on me a little bit, but I've been feeling much better. Uh, just kind of get back to my approach and I'll be okay. I'm not worried about it. Well, you're doing well with Jupiter, and it looked like you're on your way soon to the Jumbo Shrimp, and then you had an injury in June uh, with your right handmade bone. What happened uh, on the injury? Uh, nothing. We were just in a game. Uh, it was actually the very first game um, of the second half, right after the All-Star break first game. We were in Tampa, and just my last at-bat of the game, just one swing, fouled the ball straight back, and immediately felt it, immediately knew something was wrong, and kind of tried to shake it off, and... Uh, fouled the next pitch off and I, and I just knew something was wrong and uh, ended up being I broke my handmate and had surgery and uh, about took me I had a pretty quick recovery uh, about five six weeks and then once I was fully healed and did my progression with uh, rehab I, I came here so what was the rehab like for an injury like that were you able to swing about it much at all those first few weeks um, no we basically you have stitches in you don't do anything kind of like the first week and then um, go see the doctor and then the stitches come out like 10 days after that so probably the first two two and a half three weeks you're not doing anything really um, so you, once you get the stitches out you can kind of move it around and uh, do different things obviously the, the the trainers are good with that stuff but um, you can't really it, it was kind of amazing to me how much uh, strength I lost in the hand at first you know it's kind of like you know it's just a bone and they take the bone out you didn't think you would lose that much strength but your hand becomes really weak obviously from not using it and di different things but that was the biggest thing just getting my strength back I think and for you as well has it changed how you grip the bat at all or I don't know a lot of players who've had the similar injury have gone like the axe handle bat is that something you thought about at all uh, no because um, knock on wood I mean right. once they take the handmade bone out of there it's kind of can never happen again since the bone isn't in there anymore but um, I use a flared knob like a little bit of a flared knob anyway and I feel like a lot of the time you see it with like um, kind of the skinnier handles with like a real hard to find knob it doesn't really happen much with the with the flared knob and I think I just gripped it a little bit too low in my hand a little bit too deep in my hand and that's kind of what happened but uh, no I'm still sticking with the same bat um, I have tried some max bats, and some of them feel good, but I've been swinging this all year, so why switch? So I mean, a little more to your story. Uh, coming out of high school, drafted by the Toronto Blue Jays, signed with Toronto, and also got to play in their minor league system for a little bit. But after your release by Toronto, what were the next steps for you to get back into pro baseball? Yeah, so I, I got released when I was 19, um, day before my 20th birthday, actually. So I didn't really know what I was kind of going to do. Uh, I know a lot of guys, you know, try and play indie ball. Um, it's kind of hard to get picked up 
when especially I didn't have good numbers in rookie ball, so you're young, you know, a lot of times guys get picked up free agents, they're older guys with double A time and whatever. Um, so we were looking at indie ball, but, you know, didn't really know. And then um, a scout from the Pirates that I had known growing up, uh, he called my dad and told him about this new rule where you can go back to school and it has to be a D2 school and blah, blah, blah. And my dad, uh, so we contacted the head coach at Lynn University, Rudy Garbalosa, and he looked into it and everything checked out and kind of got the ball rolling there and went there and played my one year and very thankful for that opportunity, obviously. It kind of um, taught me a lot and taught me to really uh, be grateful for the opportunity to play this game because uh, it can be taken away quick. And um, I'm very grateful for Coach Rudy over there and gave me another opportunity. So. Yeah, that was great. And I'm sure when you got signed by the Marlins and were starting to go through the pro baseball journey again, a much different approach from this first time around. Absolutely. And uh, I was a little bit older, too. I was 21 when I signed compared to 17. And um, now now that it's funny because I would, when I was 17, I first got drafted, I would see guys that are like 23, 24, and I'd be like, God, those guys are old, man. <laughs> and now and now when I was rehabbing, I'm around kids that are 17, 18, and I'm 23, 24, and I'm, I know they're looking at me the same. I'm like, God, man, but it really does go quick. And I, I told all those kids down there, man, really, really appreciate everything because it, it goes fast. It goes very, very fast. It feels like just yesterday I was in high school signing, and so we're here six years later. So. Um, Definitely, it definitely went fast, but I definitely came back with a much different approach and outlook on the game and on the opportunity. So um, I'm very thankful that it happened because I don't think I'd be the person I am today or I wouldn't be where I am today without it. So I'm very thankful for it. And you got to be proud as well for this season, not only to have the success early in the year with Jupiter, but even to overcome the adversity of the injury. Now you get to finish out the year at the AA level. This has been a big year for you. Yeah, it, uh, it definitely has. And uh, I'm just thankful for the opportunity, honestly. Um, you know, a lot of times, guys don't get an opportunity to play and you got so-and-so in front of you and I'm just thankful that I've gotten the opportunity to play every day and kind of settle into who I am because this is probably last year a little bit I did um, but this is probably the first year that I've really gotten regular at bats day in and day out didn't have to worry about playing every day and trying to earn a spot at least in Jupiter you know and uh, so I'm just very thankful for the opportunity and kind of came into my own this year and you know the more, the more bats you get, the more development you get, and that's what it's all about. So, Well, John, best of luck as we close out the season. Thank you for joining us on the radio. Best of luck to you. Thank you, Hoover. Appreciate it. That's John Silviano. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to Shrimp on Deck on the Chumbo Shrimp Network, presented by Community First.